Police Tactics on Trial, today, Tuesday, August 13th. This is The World. I'm Marco Werman. New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg vows to fight for stop and frisk. A police officer in the U.K. sees similar tactics there, and he urges fellow cops to stop and think carefully before they act. To a police officer, it's something you might do every day, stopping a car or stopping a person in the street. To the person who stopped, it's a lifetime event. Also today, a Pittsburgh janitor who's from Mexico says he wants a better life for his daughters. I would like to see my daughter not working in a hotel or in a restaurant. I want to get something better for her. Plus, maybe you should think twice before you get those bees for your backyard. Urban areas have their own problems in that, and that you are very close to your neighbor. Support for PRI's The World comes from Medtronic, helping create healthy communities by supporting the work of United Way. United Way helps build pathways out of poverty by mobilizing the caring power of communities around the world, focusing on education, health, and basic needs. Learn how to help at unitedway.org. Hi, Marco Werman, and this is The World. New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg warns that his city could return to the bad old days of high crime without stop and frisk. That's the policing policy that a federal judge struck down yesterday. The judge ruled that New York police have systematically violated the civil rights of tens of thousands of people by wrongly targeting black and Hispanic men. Britain has its own version of stop and frisk. It's called stop and search, and it's controversial there as well. Nick Glenn is 46 and black, and he says he's been stopped and searched about 30 times in his life. But Glenn also has an unusual perspective. He's a cop, an inspector in the Leicestershire Police Force. So, Nick, tell us, please, about your most recent experiences being stopped. In uh, the city where I live, I was going into a club and uh, and I showed my I only had my police ID card on me. I didn't have any other form of photo ID. Um, and uh, and I got um, grabbed by two police officers and uh, in front of everybody um, because they didn't believe that my ID card was a real police ID card. And I think really they didn't really believe I was a police officer. Yeah, I'm sure that's happened before. But I mean, what happens typically when you show your badge or your ID or say you're a serving police officer? Well, they get a variety of reactions. Sometimes, you know, it's fine. Um, other times... Uh, like this one, it hasn't made any difference, to be honest, and and it, it ends up being a really unpleasant uh, experience, actually. Why do you think you, you get stopped like this 30 times now in the first place? Well, certainly, certainly the most recent occasions, the last two or three occasions when I've been picked out, as I would call it, I, I'm sure that's because of my colour. Uh, a previous time I was stopped, again, in this same city, driving, and for the first time ever, I actually made a formal complaint about that because... It was so obvious that was the only reason I'd been stopped. And the, the officer said it was basically because there was something wrong with my tyre, mm. which I genuinely thought he's just made that up as just an excuse. I mean, you're basically saying you get stopped because you don't look like other cops. So how do you not get furious when these uh, events happen? Well, ironically, because I'm a cop <laughs> and so I and so I know how conflict works. You know, every stop and search, stop and frisk um, interaction is a conflict and it's a potential conflict that could go wrong and I know that so I, I always ensure that whilst I might be able to express my frustration or whatever I don't do that by getting angry or by losing my temper or swearing or doing anything that might get me in trouble if you see what I mean so that actually does help me. 
And is the racial targeting criticism that uh, Stop and Frisk in New York City has faced, is that also uh, a big issue with Stop and Search in the UK? Yes, it is. I mean, it's one of the main reasons why we have the system of recording and uh, and monitoring Stop and Search um, that we have. You can reduce the number of Stop Searches and yet still improve um, safety. You can improve crime reduction. How, so, how do you do that? Because, I mean, while minorities immigrants have understandably been annoyed by stop and frisk in New York, others have said it's made their communities safer. I mean, how do you get the balance right? By targeting the use of that tactic in the right places on the right people, firstly. But secondly, you use other tactics that aren't so invasive and that are actually far more productive. Make sure that it's based on recent reliable intelligence, but also training for police officers, not only about the knowledge of their powers, but also for them to understand the impact of stopping somebody every time they do.